on today's Into Your Head podcast number 695, I explain what the blue thing in my ear is, and lots more. been a great believer in the dictum whenever you buy a new pair of cheap imitation apple earphones make damn sure to christ as hell that you put sellotape all over them before you even start using them so they'll last an extra couple of days uh note to self get sellotape out of frigging sellotape and as a result my headphones are deteriorating at a faster speed than normal uh well they go at a faster speed than normal anyway because i abuse them uh not in any vulgar way although maybe to some people it might seem vulgar i don't know uh, one man's vulgarity is another man's oh another man's perfectly normal a perfectly normal and above board and average although it's obviously if it's just perfectly normal to you and it's not perfectly normal to other people then it's not perfectly normal when you add up by the law of averages if it's normal to you uh, but it's uh, but you're in the minority uh, then it's not normal at all it's just uh, it's not even uh, i don't know not that there's anything wrong with not being uh, what's wrong with not being normal all of a sudden there's a question for you here's a question and a half uh, question plus 50 percent uh christ i've got a wax ear plug stuck in my right ear i can barely hear myself uh, so i hope this is all making sense if it's not uh, blame the manufacturers of that frigging uh, oh that frigging uh world's greatest earplug thing that i used to have a link to i think i still do uh into your head.com slash earplugs if you're interested uh buy them through the amazon link and i get a generous commission uh, they're absolutely they're still absolutely fantastic i'm just incompetent in my use of them and as a result i have a bit of a wax earplug stuck down my ear uh, it'll probably come out the other end in due course uh, i presume that's what happens to it you just let it take its course uh, just like if your dog eats one of your cats you let it take its course don't uh, don't jump up behind it and give it any sudden frights or anything so i don't wanted to chew can you chew stuff in your digestive system i wonder i don't know if you swallow something whole and it goes through your digestive system it doesn't come out whole your digestive system breaks it down uh, we're supposedly we're told with, with with chemicals it washes some chemicals over it like a freaking dishwasher uh, no no you're not going to break anything down with chemicals i bet you there's teeth down there i bet you there's teeth down in the digestive system and it'd have to be bloody strong teeth too not to decompose under those chemicals uh, unless those chemicals aren't what they're made out to be which they're probably not you're not a freaking laboratory you're a human being made of bones and teeth uh, just it's like the Guns and Roses song used to say uh, dust and bones that's all right Dustin Bones, that's all right. He lost his mind today. He left it out back on the highway. 
on 69, I think there actually was harmonica in that song. Uh, Dustin Bones, it's all right. <laughs> Dustin Bones, I'll have to go listen to it and check, I'm not sure. There's certainly guitar in it, but I think there might be harmonica as well. It's all the same. Uh, you can put harmonica into pretty much anything. I just put my harmonica into a, oh, into a, a makeshift container formed by just the placing of a roll of masking tape on my table. I know what you're thinking there is he has masking tape why doesn't he use that for the headphones uh way ahead of you there uh no it's not effective it's not effective masking tape is designed to not stick very well and as a result it doesn't stick very well that's not a criticism if you're one of the people who makes masking tape or if you're one of the people who invented it who invented masking tape uh, probably some fella some fella back in the 1700s uh, said oh this painting is becoming very difficult we need to get masking tape we need to mask the bits that don't want to be get painted uh, so that we can just throw paint at the wall and have it land in all the right places uh, that's what they used to, used to say that about women too they say she has a she has what you call a head all the right pay, uh, curves wasn't it curves and all the if you said that about a wall as you'd probably say oh are you living in a frigging uh, turret or something you don't have curves on the wall maybe at the tops of the walls that thing that curves round onto the ceiling the wooden thing that's curved sometimes uh, but no your normal bog standard house such as the one that I'm in right now a modern a modern conventional domestic house designed for people and cats uh, they don't have very many curves in them uh, no no I can't think of anything at the moment in this house that would have curves on it uh, maybe the chimney pot uh, maybe the satellite dish, uh, maybe the thing just outside my window that does the internet, uh, maybe the drain pipes I suppose, those would be curved uh, but oh, the structure of the building itself no, no uh, corners are much better than round things anyway, if you got a round thing uh, you don't know where it begins you don't know where it begins or where it ends you just, you're just supposed to have this thing shoved at you and you say, what the freaking hell is this, how can I even determine what shape this is, if I were to have to describe this round thing to a blind person uh, I wouldn't know where to start she couldn't say here start at this corner and feel your way around and get to know it no no uh, they just end up uh, finding feeling their way around and round and round and round and then they have a they have a, as best a guess as they can under the circumstances they'll probably say Oh, is it some sort of a spiral? And you'll say yes, as you don't want to upset people. You just say yes, unless uh, it's very important that you have the answer right. It's hardly likely to be a matter of life or death, though. If it is, you're there to help them with us. So let's not get bogged down in this. Uh, anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two cats walk into a bar mitzah. One of the cats goes straight up to the bar mitzvah uh, manager and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the, the, man behind the position of bar mitzvah manager says, uh, I'll just have to check now whether they serve alcohol at these things. I really should research these stories in advance. Uh, is there a beer at bar mitzvahs? Let's have a look at this now. Search. Uh, did you mean beer at bar mitzvahs? Oh, fuck you with your spelling. I'm not here for a spelling test, Google. Uh, let's have a look at this. 
Uh, something, something, strong ale, something. Ah, let's take it as yes, because I can't find the answer without uh, distracting myself. Let's let, pretend this is an imaginary world, if necessary, where beer is served at bar mitzvahs. It'd have to be if the word bar is in this. Why would you have the word bar in in the name of a of an event that see, doesn't even have a bar at it? Before. Anyway, and uh, cat goes straight up to the bar mitzvah manager and says, hello, can I have a Pint of your finest Guinness, please. And the bar mitzvah manager says, I think you'd want to go to the bar for that. I'm the bar mitzvah manager. And Cat uh, uh, says, Oh, I assumed you were one of those multifunction things. I thought this was like a small function where uh, one person had to do pretty much everything, a bit of bar management and a bit of Ah, a bit of everything, you know. And the uh, bar mitzvah manager says, "Oh no, it's a bigger, it's a bigger deal than that." There's several of us. I'm the, I'm the overall manager. Uh, there's a fella running the bar there. Ah, there's even waiters and things. And there's probably some religious fella who does whatever you do with these things. I don't know. It's none of my business. This is a this is an alien world to me. Uh, this world. I probably shouldn't be saying that to the guests. And the cat says, "It's okay. I'm not a guest. I'm just a cat." and the man behind the bar mitzvah manager real position says oh that's interesting anyway the bar is over there and he points over at a bar and the cat goes over to the bar and says hello can I have a pint of your finest Guinness please and the man behind the bar says are you sure you want to drink Guinness sir and the cat says no I'm not no I'm not uh, maybe I should have a little taster of it first in a thimble like you do with wine and the man behind the bar says, that's an excellent idea, sir. Here you are. Here's a little taster. I uh, hope you don't mind it. It's just the head. It's very hard to pour out a miniature uh, Guinness with the black stuff and the head at the top. So this is just the creamy stuff. And the cat says, oh, that's fine. I'm a cat. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm, I'm like the cat who got the cream. Ho, oh, 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 oh. there's a little pun for you. And the man behind the bar says, I don't think that's so much a pun as just a joke. Is it? A that's not what a pun is is it and the cat says ah that's not let's not fall out over split hairs and the man behind the bar says fair enough fair enough the only circumstances under which we'll fall out tonight sir uh, would be uh, if the tipping uh, element of this transaction doesn't go to my uh, satisfaction. Oh, ho, ho, there's a little joke for you. And the cat says, oh, I'm afraid that's gone completely over my head. Over my head, uh, which isn't saying much because my head is barely uh, a foot off the ground. What with me being a cat? Uh, but no, completely over my head. Don't worry, though. Uh, don't worry. I'm well aware and familiar with the customs of tipping. That's not to say I'm going to tip you. It would be a bit stupid for me to pre-announce it. We'll see how this goes, shall we? We'll see how this goes. You can't say fairer than that. And the man behind the bar says, I suppose not. I suppose not. Anyway, how's your Guinness head? And the cat says, uh, taste fine. Absolutely fucking fine. Now, if I order a pint of Guinness, is it going to have a big hole in the middle of the head where you took this sample from? And the man behind the bar says, of course it is. Where do you think this stuff comes from? And the cat says, well, we at least uh, disguise it by drawing a picture of a cat or something in the cream and the man behind the bar says way ahead of you sir here you are and the great night is had by all
Monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming, shit-eating, piss-piling, uh, earplugs stuck in ear uh, monkey nuts. Uh, that's not to say that. Uh, that's not to say anything. That's not to say anything of any interest. It's just a way to get going as usual. Not making any commentary about the, the state of the monkey nuts industry. Is there a monkey nut? Oh, of course there is a monkey nuts industry. It's a major industry. Just like Christmas, uh, the monkey nuts industry is probably gearing up right now for next Halloween with their bags of monkey nuts. I know for a fact that they make uh, oh, they make uh, Christmas puddings all year round, so I can't see any reason why they wouldn't do the same with monkey nuts, uh, other than the fact that they're probably a seasonal thing that only grows at a certain time of year. I wonder, can you freeze them? Can you freeze monkey nuts? It makes sense, because when people go out on a cold day, they'll often say oh, my nuts are frozen and so surely to Christ you can freeze can you freeze nuts surely to Christ you can freeze nuts can you dry freeze them or freeze them in water or whatever the hell let's see can you freeze nuts uh, freezing nuts and seeds favorite freezer ah there you go of course you can freeze nuts uh, freezing nuts and seeds keeps them fresher longer and prevents them from going rancid great for bakers chefs and anybody who wants to buy in bulk how to freeze nuts and seeds uh, oh you get a freezer bag apparently and you add it to your freezer inventory sheet that's all the rest of it uh, shelled or unshelled uh, unshelled nuts are faster for something something even them shell doesn't increase shelf life in the freezer. So in other words, this uh, article is alleging uh, that the greatest, one of the greatest inventions of mother nature, the shell, uh, serves no purpose whatsoever. Uh, adds nothing to the life of the frozen. Uh, well, maybe it's not designed for frozen ones. Although, seeds, they're outdoors in winter. If you're a squirrel and you're squirreling away your nuts for winter, you're going to be damn sure to Christ as hell that you're going to want them to survive through a uh, through a mini ice age oh, i say mini ice age i mean a winter a cold winter that's what squirrels do they squirrel away their nuts and they put them in a oh they put them in a hole somewhere and they say i'm going to be glad of this now in the middle of winter when you can't be just running around gallivanting all over the place picking things off trees all willy-nilly whenever you're hungry i know no you need to squirrel them away and then they go in the hiber do they hibernate i think they do those sorts of things usually hibernate to go asleep for a very long time because uh, they can't be arsed to, to deal with the bad weather so they think I'll oh I'll squirrel away some food and I'll go and oh I'll go and have a big long sleep and every now and then I'll get up and have a piss and eat some nuts from my stash and uh, maybe have a drink of water do nuts do squirrels drink water surely to Christ you'd have to nuts are nuts make you thirst I can't have a handful of peanuts without getting thirsty or <laughs> Loaded up with salt and all sorts of... I'm surprised they don't put them in the burgers at McDonald's to make you buy more soft drinks. I don't know. Maybe there's enough salt in the fries to do that. That's what the fries are for, you know, in these fast food outlets. Uh, they're loaded up with salt to make you thirsty and then you say oh this uh, this potato these potato fries have made me very thirsty uh, give me a oh give me a pint of your finest uh, sugar water please and the man behind the McDonald's counter will say certainly sir uh, in fact uh, if you get the meal you should get the large deluxe uh, oh sugar water and uh, 
potato chips and burger meal or whatever it is you're having today uh, that'll save you money it'll probably save you more even more money to not come here at all although you probably have to come in for a piss anyway and the pissery is for uh, patrons only it's a patrons only pissery you know you'll find there's a a code for the door on your receipt and you'll be damn sure the Christ as hell you won't be getting that receipt unless you buy anything uh, no offence I don't make the rules around here I'm just a minimum wage uh, poor trampled upon McDonald's employee it's not my fault I don't design how the world works uh, well that's how the world works uh, in case in case you've ever wondered anyway on with the show into your head do you need glasses or shoes or batteries or prescription eyeglasses or dream host web hosting or pet supplies or brain tonic energy drink uh, or any of those things where well, you can get them all through my fine affiliates uh, just go to intoyourhead.com and click on the ads down the left of the page uh, all of these affiliates have been selected because whenever you use them uh, I get a commission at no extra cost to you uh, you can also oh you can also help the show whenever you shop on amazon.com amazon canada or amazon uk as well as all of the other affiliates there just go to intoyourhead.com scroll down the left and have a look i support the podcast show arts you're listening to the into your head podcast from ireland with your humble proprietor neil follow neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast now uh, i know what you're thinking there you're thinking oh you're thinking oh jesus hate christ on a popsicle stick you're thinking jesus hate christ uh, on a popsicle stick a uh, popsicle or any other kind of confectionery uh, stalk of some kind uh, like a lollipop stick is that the is popsicle stick refer to lollipop stick or does it refer to one of those flat sticks that you use for an ice lolly i'm not sure uh, i'd refer to the round white ones as lollipop sticks and the other ones as ice pop sticks uh but heavy man to himself uh, well except with language you can't have every man to himself when it comes to language if we're all speaking our own individual separate languages it's not going to work out that's uh, impractical it's as impractical as be damned uh, if i were to go up to you and say ah hello uh, do you have a free squacker uh, you'd say oh what's that is that like a, a quack squanker uh, you'd say no do you not speak my language and they'll say uh, no i don't speak your language what the hell is a language anyway don't even know what that word means and you'll say well you'll find out in a minute what it means i can tell you i'll, I'll, I'll see, give you words and i'll put them right into your face and they'll say is that a threat and you'll say what's a threat and they'll say uh, it's like when uh, it's like when you go up to someone and you say here's some language I'm going to push it into your face but you mean it violently uh, you said something along those lines but you couldn't tell whether you meant it violently or whether you just meant it as a metaphor and you'll say oh what's a metaphor and they'll say uh, I think it's for oh I think it's a place where you 
you put your bats? Uh, oh, 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 that's a little joke. And of course, you won't understand it because you're separate languages. Uh, the universal language of humor doesn't work if everyone speaks their own language. Uh, it also doesn't work if whatever they say is, has no humor value in it whatsoever, unless he's talking to a clone of himself. Well, that would work. Now, did you mention it? If we ever have cloning, we'll just have to pair up with our clone and we can all be stand up comedians and we can sell tickets to our clones uh, that'll be fantastic because uh, we'll be guaranteed to have a comedian who matches your sense of humour no matter how warped it may be uh, Hitler for example if we had Hitler uh, Hitler wanted a bit of entertainment uh, from a like minded individual uh, you could just get a clone a load of Hitlers uh, one of them could put on the show every night and each night the rest of the Hitlers were to go to the show and he'd make a speech and they'd all applaud and they'd say oh that's great I appreciate this sentiment exactly and there'd be no hecklers there either I can tell you because Hitler's not going to heckle his own clone he's going to agree with him well maybe he will just to challenge him just as a as a favour to push him because you need to be pushed sometimes and made to, made to stand up for your beliefs and stretch them out and put them to the test but it's all well meaning I don't worry Hitler has no ill will uh, oh, what the fuck am I saying? I don't know. Anyway, suffice to say, on with the show. Two Hitler clones walk into a bar. One of the Hitler clones goes straight up to the bar counter and we straight away immediately before the barman can get a word in edgeways he says oh don't worry it's not what you think I'm just a clone I'm not the real thing I'm not the genuine article uh, we're just twins uh, we're just twins through time nothing more than that and the man behind the bar says oh thank Christ for that or is about to call the police and tell them that Hitler is in here and uh, not that there's any law against uh, Hitler being in the bar I suppose there's a question for you is it illegal for Hitler to be in a bar in this day and age uh, 50 years on from World War 2 uh, have they got around to banning Hitler from bars yes I don't know it's what you may know it may, it may not have occurred to you that this is something that may not have occurred to lawmakers that they need to do uh, to ban Hitler's, Hitler from all public places uh, just in case uh, just in case they, they remember to build a big wall through the middle of Germany just in case but they forget to ban Hitler from bars the little, the little things you forget the little things uh, we're so obsessed with the big picture that we forget about the little things uh, little tiny things like the possibility of Hitler being cloned and millions of him coming and taking over the world and having a world war tree oh no little things like that but oh no let's not worry about it that's what they say don't sweat the bit of small stuff uh, the big one small step for man uh, do you sweat on the moon I wonder you probably don't do you do you have to have an atmosphere for there to be sweat why would you be sweating on the moon you're just floating around there's no effort involved you're just floating around as if in a hot air balloon uh, except it's not a hot air balloon so there's no heat there so why would you be sweating uh, maybe you wouldn't I'm not saying you would I'm just asking why you would be uh, you're probably 
saying I'm not swearing her. I'm saying, okay, then, fine. I withdraw my question. I'm sorry for having a bit of curiosity about the world and about the world outside our world. I consider the moon to be part of our world. It's orbiting our world. It's not like it's off way off in Mars somewhere. Uh, it's part of our world. Uh, just as much as the driveway outside your gate is part of your home, even if you don't own it. Uh, where are we going now? Uh, uh, we're going with a belch. That's where we're going. We're going with a belch. And what better way to clear your lungs out or your stomach? A belch. Probably has more to do with cleaning out your stomach than your lungs, I'd say, is it? Uh, it's like, oh, it's clearing the air out of your stomach. Because uh, we have a system for clearing the air out of our lungs. And that's pretty much automated. You, you have air coming out of your lungs non-stop all day, every day for the rest of your life. Uh, it's fucking tiring to even think about it. Uh, but no, uh, letting air out of your uh, digestive system is less automated. Uh, it's something you have to think about more. You'll think, oh, I could I could well do with a belch or a fart right now. We don't just automatically do without thinking. Uh, not if you have a bit of manners anyway. A bit of manners. You don't go around belching into people's faces all the time. Otherwise, I was in a way. I just belched into yours. Uh, but you have a huge uh, mouth guard here. A pea popper belch guard here so I uh, won't, uh, won't have uh, harmed you in any medical way uh, so uh, that's fine so that's fine uh, we're fine with have we all sorted that out now are we happy now we're probably not uh, we'll never be ha- we'll never be happy nobody's ever going to be happy until they oh until they discover the meaning of life uh, the meaning of life let's look up the meaning of life now because I have a feeling it's far less complicated than people make it out to be uh, life definition uh, here we go. Uh, life. Noun. One. The condition that distinguishes animals and plants from inorganic matter, including the capacity for growth, reproduction, functional, uh, living things and their activity. Some sort of life existed on Mars, as an example. There you go. It's as simple as be damned. Uh, life has been life is being defined. People get confused about this. this, this they say, oh, will we ever know the meaning of life? You already know the meaning of life. Uh, you just don't know why uh, the life is what it is. You know what it means, you just don't know why why, why it means that. Uh, there's more to life than knowing everything, you know. There's more to life than knowing everything. That's why you know, everything isn't contained within the definition. Uh, oh no, that's not right. I've said that wrong. If there's more to life than knowing what life is... Uh, then that would be in the definition, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't make the rules. Uh, especially the wrong, especially the bad rules. They're not made by me. I wasn't around when all this was being designed. Uh, quite frank, uh, quite frankly, uh, quite frankly, I don't give a shit. As they say in that film, uh, frankly, my dear, I couldn't give a flying fart. Is that what your man says? Uh, your man, ah, you know, your man with the, as uh, someone or other, uh, someone, one of them black and white fellas, he said, frankly, my dear, I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> Two rolls of sellotape walk into a bar. 
one of the rolls of cellar tape goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, uh, do you need any to help with sticking anything to anything else? And the man behind the bar says, Oh, thank you very much. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, I don't really do much in the way of stationary activity here. Uh, I've got a clipboard. Uh, we've got everything on the computer here. Uh, sometimes I have to put a few receipts in a pile, but I have a ring binder for those. Uh, well, thanks for asking. No. Uh, wait a minute. Are you trying to trade your services in exchange for a free or reduced price beer? And the seller tape says, Oh, no, 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 no. Why would I trade a part of myself for a beer? That would be ridiculous. Do you go into the butchers and say, Ah, hello. I'll have a pack of your finest sausages, please, in return for my belly button. You would not. You would not. You'd be mad to do so. And you think just because I'm a talking roll of sellotape that, it's, that I'm going to be mad. No, I'm perfectly sane. I'm as sane as you. And the man behind the bar says, somehow I doubt that. And the sellotape says, what are you, a freaking psychologist or a psychiatrist or something? And the man behind the bar says, well, I am doing a, I am doing a degree in uh, parapsychology or something at night as it happens. And the sellotape says, uh, if, you're, if that was true, you wouldn't be calling it parapsychology or something. You'd know the exact name. And the man behind the bar says, well, I'm in my first year. I haven't chosen my majors yet. Uh, my majors and my minors, that's what you do. And uh, the young people do now. They choose a major. You don't do it over here much. But I believe in other countries, you go, you go to university and you see I'm going to major in science. And I'm going to minor in antipasta or something. Whatever the chosen topic is. I believe if you do a degree in arts over here, you can do that. In one of the universities, you can say, I'm going to do my degree in uh, the humanities and Satan worship. Uh, the history of Satan worship from 1352 to 1793. Yeah, some of these things are like a freaking, uh, they're like a round of mastermind on BBC Two with these fucking obscure topics they study. Absolutely fuck. There's more to life than studying, you know. Or is there? There is a question for you. You'd have to ask a theology student about that. Or uh, what do you call us? Not the theology fella. The fellow who does the thinking thing. Another one of those ones beginning with P. Uh, ah, you know, I think my brother studied it. Or did he do history? I forget what. My brother's graduating from something soon. It was either history or the thing with the, that begins with P. Or a bit of both. What's the thing beginning with P where you think about the meaning of life and stuff? Ah, you know, you know the one. You know the one. You don't need me to tell you. You've got it. It's in your head right now, so you don't need for me to put any in any effort, any more effort into thinking about it. It's like gravity. I don't have to make any effort. It just falls into your lap now that I've planted the seed. Uh, so it doesn't matter that I can't think of the word. Anyway. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories about cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com. Into your head!